today on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. All the NHL award nominees are announced, finally, and I look ahead and address the future scheduling of this very podcast on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It is the middle of the week and we are now 10 days away from the NHL returning in playoff form. Yeah, the Stanley Cup qualifiers begin in 10 days. Hello everyone, welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, presented by rockauto.com. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. And don't forget, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcast. And don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And follow me personally at StimpyJD. Yes, I might have some tweets that go viral. I was just hiking a little bit earlier today. And I come back to about 100 notifications. And I think, what is going on? And I see that I made a baseball tweet that went a little viral. Yeah, I guess I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But first, we have some NHL news to completely talk about the nhl award nominees have been coming out intermittently over the past few days and finally the last nominees were announced with the mvp award so let's go down each award one by one and i will give my pick for each award so we'll start right at the beginning we will start with what i think is going to be a pretty easy one the calder memorial trophy This is given to the league's most outstanding rookie player. In other words, rookie of the year. And the three nominees are Quinn Hughes of the Vancouver Canucks, Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche, and Dominic Kubelik from the Chicago Blackhawks. All of them are fine, fine players. But honestly, it's going to be Kale McCarr, and I think it's going to be Kale McCarr not in a landslide. I think Quinn Hughes has been one of the best rookies in the entire NHL this season. But only Kale McCarr was better. McCarr was on a tear throughout the season. And he got off to such a fast start that I think he won the award early on. And he was still cleaning up towards the end of the, I guess, shortened season. So to me, I have to give it to Kale McCarr. Plus, not only that, I kind of want my prediction to come true. All the way back in early October, I made the prediction that Kale McCarr was going to win the Rookie of the Year. He was going to win the Calder Trophy. I would like it if at least one of my predictions held true. So that's who I think is going to win the Calder Trophy. The Ted Lindsay Award is awarded to the NHL's Outstanding Player as selected by members of the NHL Players Association. And here are the three nominees. Leon Dreisaitl from the Edmonton Oilers, Nathan McKinnon from the Colorado Avalanche, and Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers. Panarin is one of those guys that I can't believe has bounced around, and I will talk more about him later. For this one, it's kind of like a popularity contest. To be honest, it's whoever the players think is the best one. In other words, who they think is not only the most popular, but who in their minds deserve to win it. 
I do think Nathan McKinney is most likely going to win this award. A lot of his peers agree that he was the best player in the entire NHL. That's what they think. So I'm going to predict the Lindsay Award is going to go to Nathan McKinnon. Then we go to the Jack Adams Award. This is essentially the Coach of the Year Award, or what they say, awarded to the NHL coach, a judge to have contributed the most to his team's success. So here are the three nominees for the Jack Adams Award. Bruce Cassidy from the Boston Bruins. John Tortorella from the Blue Jackets. Yeah, Torts is in there. And Elaine Vigneault from the Philadelphia Flyers. Vigneault has had a very, very fine season with Philadelphia. They are kind of one of my surprise teams, but a very pleasant surprise. Ever since the trade deadline, they have kicked it up to another level. And in fact, they are now playing in the round robin portion of the qualifiers. Torts has done a good job with Columbus. Should they be doing better? I think they're about where they should be. Bruce Cassidy for the Boston Bruins. Yeah, he's still inherited a great team. Boston was, in fact, one win away from hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup. Elaine Vigneault. Nobody expected anything of the Flyers this season. In fact, a lot of people wrote them off. Why in the world would you write off the Philadelphia Flyers? They have a tremendous group of players. They've got the Elite 1C. I know that's not the only reason to root for the Philadelphia Flyers, but that should be another reason to say, you know what? Why not Philly? So for this one, I think I have to give it to Elaine Vigneault, the coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's who is going to win the Jack Adams Award. Two more awards before we head into the break. Uh, One of them is the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. This one has three very worthy nominees. Three names you may not have heard of before this week. Dampy Brar. He is from India, as far as I know. He used to play in the IHL and the West Coast Hockey League. And he ended up starting an initiative called APNA Hockey which provides support to South Asian and other ethnic players. A very worthy cause. Uh, He also worked with Haley Wickenheiser to bring the first ever women's ice hockey team to Canada from India. That, I think, is very awesome. The other two candidates, Alexandria Briggs-Blake. This is a name you should know. She was the, or she is the president of the Tucker Road Parent Hockey Organization. Now, this is an effort to rebuild Tucker Road Ice Rink located in southern Prince George's County, Maryland. This was the home to a predominantly African American ice hockey team, and she pushed the start of this hockey team six years ago. Most of the players are ten to fifteen. They wanted to keep playing hockey. What happened was the rink was ruined by a fire three years ago. And she vowed to keep the players on the ice when their rink was closed. So she did everything that she could to fund for the team. And what ended up happening was they funded enough money not only to keep the team afloat, but the Tucker Ice Road, the Tucker Road Ice Rink has been completely funded and 
and they've already begun construction on a new ice rink, which is slated to open February of 2021. Not only that, but each player pays only $250 in registration fees per season. For those of you that know youth hockey, $250 is not a bad amount for registration fees. Typically, they can go upwards from $500, $1,000, even more than that. Hockey registration fees are pretty damn expensive. So props to her for keeping that cost low. And finally, we have John Haferman. Haferman hails from Central Ohio. He's done a lot as far as not only youth sports. He's the co-founder of the Columbus Ice Hockey Club and has built the program through the Columbus Parks and Rec. Uh, he's built up a program with thousands of kids. Several of them are playing hockey, and most of these kids are on a socioeconomic background that is almost poverty. Not only that, a large percentage of the players are female, and he has done everything possible to extend the reach to not only females, but he wants to use hockey to build equality within communities, including wounded veterans, people with disabilities, and members of the LGBTQ population. So those are your three nominees once again, Dampy Brar, Alexandria Briggs-Blake, and John Haferman. And if you want to vote for one of these after hearing me talk about all three of them, go to NHL.com forward slash ORE award and you can vote until Friday night. So once again, that's NHL.com slash ORE award. So we have six more awards to talk about. And we'll get to them after the first intermission. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys about rockauto.com. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Whether you drive a car like I do, a Toyota Prius, you can go to rockauto.com to find any kind of part for a Toyota Prius. You can buy a floor mat for your car. You can buy an alternator. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have. rockauto.com has it. Maybe you want to drive a Ferrari, like in cars. Or maybe you like NASCAR and want to fix up your Chevy Camaro. Maybe you want to fix up your Mustang and drive like the must, like those pros. Well, look no further than rockauto.com. They are family-owned for over 20 years. So once again, when you visit rockauto.com, in the section where it says, How did you hear about us? Tell them that Locked On sent you. So once again, in that how did you hear about us box that is locked on, you could say locked on ducks and maybe throw a kicker my way. So once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the first intermission, we'll go through the other awards and talk about the future of this podcast or the short-term future of this podcast. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
and I left off talking about the Willie O'Ree Award, there are six more awards to go through, so I'll try to go through them as quickly as possible. This next one, I probably won't be able to go through as quickly because this one has a lot of meaning. The Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy. This one is awarded to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. All three of these guys are very deserving, and it is very hard to pick just one of these guys. We'll start with Steven Johns from the Dallas Stars. A lot of people didn't think he was going to play anymore. Two years ago, he was diagnosed with what was post-traumatic headaches, which may have been caused by his countless concussions. He's had a lot of them. And that was after a game in March 2018. Fast forward to the following season. He couldn't even make camp. So he missed an entire season of hockey. Even earlier in the season. We were still wondering if he was going to play ever again. And then he started working at it. And finally, finally, on January 2020, with just a few games left in this shortened season, Stephen Johns made his comeback to the NHL uh, 7-0 loss to Minnesota. But his first home game back, he was greeted like you thought it was Mike Madonna in the building. He had a loud ovation. The fans there loved him. It was great to see him back after two seasons, and he really persevered. I mean, that's pretty much all there is to it. He worked hard for two whole years before finally coming back. So that's the first nominee, Stephen Johns. The second nominee is Oscar Lindblom of the Philadelphia Flyers. Earlier this season, we had a hockey jeopardy for Oscar Lindblom, if you guys remember. We ended up raising money towards Ewing Sarcoma, towards the um, Sarcoma Foundation of America. Oscar Lindblom was diagnosed with this form of cancer a few months ago. He's still trying to overcome this cancer, and he's still fighting. But he's going to keep fighting, and that prompted the whole Oscar Strong hashtag a few months ago. So that is Oscar Lindblom from the Flyers. Then Bobby Ryan, the former Anaheim Duck. Look, I don't know what else can be said about Bobby Ryan's journey. Him going into rehab, him basically checking himself into rehab and admitting that he had an alcohol problem. And he worked on that almost the entire year. He finally came back about a month or so before the season abruptly ended. And he came back with a hat trick, a very, very emotional hat trick in Ottawa. And you could see that he was fighting back tears. The crowd just gave him not only a great standing ovation, but an emotional standing ovation. You could see people in the crowd kind of tearing up a little bit. And Bobby Ryan was very emotional throughout that game, and he was even more emotional after the game. It would not surprise me if Bobby Ryan ended up winning the award because of the scene that took place in Ottawa. But honestly, all three of these guys deserve a little piece of the Masterton Memorial Trophy. So those are the three. Stephen Johns, Oscar Lindblom, Bobby Ryan. We'll go through these next couple really quickly. 
the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy, awarded to the player who exhibits outstanding sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct, combined with a high standard of playing ability. Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews of the Maple Leafs, and Ryan O'Reilly of the St. Louis Blues. Okay, I'm just not going to go too much into this. We're really going to give a certain guy a nomination who pretty much sexually harassed a security guard. Um, no thanks. I won't just, I'm just going to give the award to Nathan McKinnon on this one and say nothing else. Then the Vesna Trophy, awarded to the league's top goaltender. You have Connor Hellebuck of the Winnipeg Jets. Tuka Rask of the Boston Bruins, and Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vasilevsky had a great season. There is still that slight taste of him kind of choking in last season's playoffs. Connor Hellebuck has been kind of a surprise for the Winnipeg Jets, and honestly, I think he deserves it. I think overall, he's been the top goaltender in the NHL. So that's my pick for the Vesna Trophy, Connor Hellebuck. And try spelling his name five times fast. Then we go to the Selkie Trophy. The James Selkie Trophy is awarded to the forward who best excels in defensive aspects of the game. Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins, Sean Couturier from the Flyers, and Ryan O'Reilly from the St. Louis Blues. I think Couturier deserves to win the award, but they're probably going to give it to Patrice Bergeron of the Bruins once again. So that's the Selkie Trophy. Then the Norris Trophy, which is awarded to the defenseman who demonstrates throughout the season the greatest all-around ability in the position. In other words, best defenseman. This one is no contest. Roman Yossi has had a good season. I love watching Victor Hedman play. I like the guy. But John Carlson has been by far the best defenseman in the NHL, and it's not going to be close. It's going to be John Carlson by a landslide. He's been the bestie by far. He deserves it. Congrats to him. I'm going to say congrats to him already because he's going to win it. And finally, the Hart Memorial Trophy. This is the big one. This is pretty much the MVP of the entire league. The three nominees are Leon Dreisaitl of the Oilers, Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche, and Panarin of the New York Rangers. I can't believe Panarin has been tossed around like he has throughout his career. And this even goes back to his days in Chicago. Yeah, he started off with the Blackhawks all the way back in 2015, and they disposed of him like a ragdoll. Yes, he did win the Calder Trophy that first season he was by far the rookie of the year in that season and the year after that he had another solid season he had 31 goals 74 points I thought he was going to stick around in Chicago for a while but they wanted to keep building around Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze sure I get that I guess am I saying that they should have kept Panarin uh yeah and if you believe that Kane and Taze are the best players on Chicago... Okay, they are fantastic players. They are two of the best players in the league. They're aging. Panarin is only 28 years old. He is in the prime of his career right now. And for him to be traded to Columbus with Tyler Mott for Brandon Saad 
Anton Forsberg and a draft pick? Yeah. Guess who got the better of that trade? Columbus. And you know what the Blue Jackets did? They let him go. They gave him up to free agency. I mean, yes, he did sign that massive, massive contract with the Rangers where he's making well over $11 million a season. Yeah, it's worth it. If he puts up those MVP caliber numbers for the next three to four seasons, yeah, it's worth it. This year, he had 32 goals, 95 points in only 69 games, which is nice. But he had 95 points. He was on his way to get 100 points. And speaking of 100 points, that's what Leon Dreisaitl had this season. He cracked the 100-point mark. He is also deserving. Along with Connor McDavid, Dreisaitl and McDavid have formed the best 1-2 punch in all of hockey. However, that might be the reason why Dreisaitl does not win the award. Because he has a Connor McDavid by his side. Nathan McKinnon has been stalwart to that avalanche team. So I'm going to predict that Nathan McKinnon of the Avs is going to win the Hart Trophy. That's my prediction for all of the awards. So thank you all for listening to that. Now, before we head off, I want to talk about what you're going to hear over the next few weeks on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. As you guys are fully aware, the Ducks are not playing hockey for the foreseeable future. They're not going to play for another four to five months. So it's going to be a long time. And for those of you that listen to this program, you know that most other teams on the Locked On Network are covered. One of those teams that is not covered, I talked about with great respect last week with Sarah Avampato. This is a team that has kind of won me over a little bit, mainly because of who they just hired as their president, their CEO. Yes, I'm talking about the Arizona Coyotes, and you could imagine why no one wants to cover the Coyotes. But currently, we have no Locked on Coyotes host. So here's what that means. Next week on Locked on Ducks, it's going to slightly become Locked on Coyotes because, well, there is no Locked on Coyotes. And because I spoke so highly of them over the previous weeks, I will be the stand-in expert for the Coyotes, at least for the week. Um, It's kind of my way of offering to be the insider of the Coyotes. I have seen their minor league team play up close. I've seen the Yotes play up close. I saw the Yotes on the preseason game at the Ponda. I saw the Yotes both times they were in Anaheim this season. And obviously, I got a very, very good look at the Tucson Roadrunners all season long. So I know a little bit about the Coyotes, mainly because of my work with the AHL. So what's going to happen next week is we're going to have crossover preview episodes with the formidable Robbie Stanley of Locked On Preds. And we're going to have a crossover special taking place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We're going to refresh where the teams were when we last saw them. Then we're going to talk about the biggest storylines heading into the series for each team. Then Wednesday, we're going to have a head-to-head breakdown and some predictions of that series. And then following those three episodes for the crossover preview, I'm going to give my own preview of each series and my own predictions for the playoffs. 
So yeah, we're going to have four shows next week. We're only going to have three shows this week. We had the show on Monday. We had today's show. And tomorrow, Thursday, July 23rd, 2020, baseball is officially back. It is opening day. So what better way to celebrate opening day than by having Locked On Hockey Jeopardy? Yeah, it's back, baby. Locked On Hockey Jeopardy is coming back for another show, and that's going to take place tomorrow. So definitely, definitely make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and tune in tomorrow. We'll, we'll be raising money for a great charity. This is something that I have talked about on this podcast, and I said I would raise money for them, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to keep my promise. Proceeds from tomorrow's game are going to go towards the Alliance LA and the Equity Fund for play. So once again, that is going to take place tomorrow on this very podcast. So be on the lookout for that. And I want to thank all of you for listening today. And I sincerely hope you all get to tune in tomorrow for Locked on Anaheim Ducks and Locked on Hockey Jeopardy. You can hear that podcast or any of the other fantastic episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your smart device to play Locked On Anaheim Ducks, or better yet, tell your smart device to play Locked On NHL and hear such fantastic hosts as Sarah Avampado and Justin Morissette. They are two of the great hosts of Locked On NHL, so be sure to listen to that. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. If you want to talk hockey with me, email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow my personal Twitter at StimpyJD. Once again, Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Stay safe, Anaheim. Make sure to practice social distancing. Wash your hands. And hey, Anaheim, Ducks, fly together. 